Hi, this is Shara, and this is the Just Nurse Things podcast. This is a show where we talk about all things nursing, including going through nursing school, prepping for the NCLEX, becoming a nurse, and what it's like being a nurse right now and more. We're also going to talk about health and wellness, the lifestyle as a nurse, and how we can continue to learn more about ourselves each and every day. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today I thought I would talk about some coping mechanisms that I use outside of work. I know I've talked about this before in the past, but I've added some things and I thought I would go into more detail about some realizations that I've had recently. So this past week I worked the night shift, so I'm trying to remember where I worked. I'm gonna have to look at my calendar because I don't even remember. Uh, I never know what day it is. Um, Let's see, I worked Friday night in Saturday night. Yeah. So I worked Friday night and Saturday night back to back. Um, and sometimes on the night shift, I'm not saying the night shift is easier per se. It's just a different speed, you know? So, um, sometimes there's times where I'm able to just kind of sit and contemplate some things. So a lot of times during that time, if I'm awake enough, um, I'll kind of just take a minute and do some reflection. And there was something that I, I kind of made like a realization, um, Saturday, actually it's really Sunday morning at like 4.30 in the morning, um, I went over to one of our unit windows, which sometimes I try to look outside and, I don't know, enjoy the outdoors if I possibly can from the window. I know that sounds silly, but I like to look outside, um, and I was just kind of contemplating life just sitting there looking outside, um, and I kind of made a realization, I don't know why it took me so long to make this realization, but, um, basically I thought, you know, I'm in my stage of character development. And what I mean by that is, you know how when we read books and there's always a character that is going through like some serious character development, usually the main character, and then by the end of the book, they're basically a whole new person. So I'm realizing now, and I don't know why this realization occurred when it did, but um, I'm realizing that I'm going through my right now biggest stage of character development, in my opinion. And um, I'm struggling with what I'm struggling with and going through what I'm going through in order for me to become a better person and for me to become that end-all character, that end-all person that I'm supposed to become. And that goes with the whole idea of me wanting to have that that person, you know, that, that partner for the rest of your life. Um, I know I'm still very young, but I feel like all of us, due to heartbreak and due to what we've gone through, we all have this search for this person, and it seems so difficult to find this person, but what I'm thinking is, in order for me to meet that person and to go through, in order for me to meet that person, I have to go through what I have to go through in order to establish that character, so that way I can become that end-all partner that I'm supposed to be for that other person, and for me to be able to have that person as a partner. So, um, yeah, I made that realization at 4.30 in the morning. (laughs) Um, and it kind of made me feel, I guess, a little bit better in a sense because I feel like right now I'm in such a stagnant time where I'm not really moving forward with myself. But in reality, I'm, that's not true at all. Like every day I'm, I'm evolving essentially. I'm becoming more of the person that I'm supposed to be through each and every Um, new experience I have, whether that's just through normal life on my days off or that's through new things I learn at work and how I contemplate things and how I process things and therefore how I react. But I'm realizing that 
you know, if you think about yourself as a character in a book, like the main character, like, you know, some people say you're the main character. If you think of yourself as the main character and then you realize that you're going through plot and character development, I I guess it's kind of a coping mechanism for helping you understand and realize that this is here, this is now, this is what you're supposed to be going through in order for you to have your particular end result. Because the thing is, we, we all go through our own lives and we all look at each other's lives through social media and through what they do and stuff like that. But we're all completely different people. Like, we all have different paths to go on. Like, I see the feeds of all these different girls and some of them I actually know, you know? Some of them are actually friends of mine. And I look at their feeds and I'm like, wow, their life is so perfect. But then there's one individual person, I'm not going to say who it is, obviously, but she's a good friend of mine. I try to chat with her as much as I can, but she's a very busy schedule. I just like to check on her every now and then. She's another nurse friend. But I see her Instagram feed and then I meet her in real life and in a way seeing that comparison has helped me and to me she's still a wonderful person and a perfect person but what I mean by that is like what you see on social media is obviously so different than real life but a lot of times it's hard to remember that fact it's hard to remember that you know that person who's posting that picture and who's posting those videos is a human and they're going through their life and they've decided to post that to make them see like they're okay or to make them see whatever, you know? And it's really hard to remember that a lot of the time, especially when you're in the dumps and you're down in the dumps, I guess. And so you look at these other people and you're comparing yourself to these other people and it's like, okay, but they don't even have the same job as I have. They don't even have the same family. They don't have the same life expectations. They're just different. And I feel like I still compare myself even now, even though I really don't have a reason to. It's just kind of innate and I don't know if that's something I learned a long time ago or what the deal is, but I'm trying to change that. Oh my god, excuse me. I know I've already oh my goodness. Sorry. <laughs> I know I've already kind of been on a tangent already and we're only six minutes in, but it is what it is. Um so yeah, I had that realization at like four thirty in the morning. Um and another thing I realized was that like each and every day that I go into work even though I'm still considered a baby nurse, I've been a nurse now for eight months. Um, and it's, it feels weird saying that I'm a nurse still, but it's interesting how much I've learned in such a short period of time and how, like, if I were to look back at myself from September, completely different person, I said this last time, but in such a way where it's just insane how much you can evolve in such a short period of time. Like, the same stuff that would have completely stressed me out and would have completely upset me and thrown me off guard. Now I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. Like, I've completely changed my attitude towards it. I still have really bad days. I'm not gonna lie to you. And I still, you know, have trouble. I'm able to cope with it a little bit better than I was before. And I'm able to understand that, you know, each day is a new day and each day gets better because you're learning more and you're able to adapt better each and every time. Anyway, those are some realizations that I made. Uh, I guess I'll go into like some of the coping mechanisms I've actually used. Um, so recently I've just been trying to listen to more podcasts because I find that when I listen to podcasts, this is, I don't know if I should share this or not, but sometimes, and I don't know if this is just me, I have a hard time staying in the moment or I have a hard time realizing that I'm here and I'm real. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody. It's called dissociation, but I feel that when you're in the hospital for such a long period of time, especially if you're working overnight and you're already like delirious as is, you have a hard time associating the fact that you're a real person 
in this world and that your job is being a nurse and that you go outside of your job and then you're a normal person. I don't know how to explain that, but that's how I feel most of the time. And um, I'm finding that listening to podcasts helps bring that reality back in. So I've been listening to Almost 30, which is a really good one. I've also been listening to, um, I'm going to have to look it up because I'm, I'm like finding new ones every day. Oh my gosh, what's this one called? Straight Candid is what the other one's called. I think I'm also listening to one called 8020. I've mentioned that one too. So I've been listening to those and those have been, there's a lot of good advice in those to be honest and they've been really helpful in teaching me, you know, things I need to know as a young adult and things I need to think about as a young adult. I feel like, you know, I mean, in reality, I've been out of college since May, so it's been a year now since I've been a college graduate, but that's really not that long of a time and you go from college where they don't really teach you, I feel, they don't really teach you um, how to be an adult and the things that you're supposed to know and how you're supposed to cope with things. That's not really taught because you're just a student during that time. So now you realize, oh, maybe I should have a therapist appointment at least once a week and go through what I need to go through, especially if you have like traumas that you need to go through. By the way, if any of you have trauma, even as like a healthcare person or like trauma from your childhood, EMDR is an excellent way to help you process your trauma. I've been doing that and it's really been working really well. Um, it's made a huge difference. So I definitely recommend that little sidebar for you. I'm definitely going to get EMDR certified at some point. Um, a lot of therapists do EMDR over telehealth now. So like you can do it um, via teletherapy too. And that's what I do. And it totally works. Anyway, sidebar. But, um, I've been trying to, I guess, I mean, yeah, listening to music is great, but listening to podcasts, I feel activates like another portion of your brain where you're actually learning something. Um, and you're actually retaining the information that you're listening to. It also kind of helps you feel like you're not alone. I mean, we're all not alone, but it's really hard to remember that we're not alone, especially if you, at least this is for me, you go to work, you drive to work by yourself, right? And you clock in by yourself and you're working with all these other people, but you still go home by yourself. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's just a, a big realization for me or whatever. Anyway, been doing that. Um, I'm also trying to get more interested in like finances because I mean my dad stresses this to me all the time. I'm young so I need to start like investing now and like saving up as much money as I possibly can because I'm never going to be single and young again essentially is what he says. So I'm trying to get more into that and there's an episode on Almost 30 that I actually just listened to and it just kind of goes on like it's not like super in-depth but it's a woman and she does talk about like the basics of investing which I think is really helpful because I find it to be really scary, I guess, in a way. I, I'm not comfortable with losing money whatsoever. So the fact that you can lose money with investing kind of freaks me out a little bit, but it's an episode 515, uh, Your Guide to Financial Independence and Investing. I found that to be a really helpful episode. And she also has a book too that she just came out with. I think it's called Miss Independent. I'm going to read that one for sure, but I forget what her name is. I'm trying to see if it's here, like in the notes. Oh, so the books are Miss Independent and Rich Bitch. <laughs> and her name is Nicole Appen. Oh, you can find her on Instagram at Nicole Appen. That's Nicole and then, oh, Lappin, my bad. <laughs> Nicole Lappin. So Nicole and then L-A-P-I-N. But those are her books and I'm going to be reading those. So that'll be cool. Those are my next uh, reads. And then I still have to read that that book. Michelle Obama book. I think it's called Becoming. I have it. I literally bought it and I still haven't read it and I feel so stupid for not reading it, but I need to read it. <laughs> I'm like looking at my bedside right now and trying to find the other book that... 
I've been reading. Um, if you're a Christian gal like me, um, my dad actually got me this book last year when I was still in college. It's 365 Days of Prayer for Depression and Anxiety, which, you know, you can continue reading it for however many years because it's, it's not by, like, the year, it's by the date. So, um, I'm trying to see if I can find the date from today. Today's the 17th. I'm trying to see. So, today's reading is on saved by faith but what i what i like about it is it's not necessarily a i mean it's a prayer but it's also like very spiritual in general like it just you know it, it'll help you get through hardships or it'll um here i can read this part because it's not really like religious per se but i like how it can kind of go into like your personal aspects it's not just about god for all of it um so for your non-christian people this is what i'll read for you help me to determine where my loyalties lie as i consider how i live is the fruit of my life reflective of what I say I believe? Without judgment, I want to look objectively at what my life reveals as the things I am convinced of. Where there is discrepancy between what I say I believe and how I live, help me to find out why. I invite you into my processing. Show me the truth of your love. So, I mean, obviously the end goes into the whole Jesus and God part, which I say that because that's how people describe it. But for your non-Christian people, I think that's still a good thing to listen to. So I think it does a good job of staying Christian, but also being, I don't know how to describe it, but you guys know what I'm talking about, I'm sure. So I've been trying to read that at least like one passage every night because it's, it's very short. It takes literally like two minutes. So that's really helpful, especially if I'm really tired. I usually read it before bed because I can't find myself to read it in the morning unless it's my day off, of course. My apologies. I keep yawning. Um, my other thing is I try to write down, like, my, like, my thoughts that I have, meaning, like, those big ideas that I end up having, like, the one I had at 4.30 in the morning, my realizations is what I'm trying to say. I try to write those down in, like, a notebook, and then I, like, reflect on it later. I guess that's a good way to, like, further process what it is that you're thinking. What other things? I mean, I have my arts and crafts hobbies that I do, and I have my Etsy shop and stuff. I talked about that last time, but I'm really trying to focus right now on building myself and trying to take care of myself appropriately and, like, build my character the way that I'm supposed to, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Which, I was talking to my dad about this yesterday. I said that I feel like I've been thrown into this whole adulting thing and I wasn't prepared for it. Nothing prepared me for it. And I said to him, I said, not that you and mom haven't, like, prepared me for it. It's not you. It's just, you know, it's just kind of a slap in the face no matter what you do. And he was saying that, you know, he was afraid that that was going to happen. And but that, at the same time, that's kind of normal. Everybody goes through that. I know that everybody goes through that, but still, it's it's hard when it's just you who's going through it. So anyway, I guess that was kind of a short and sweet what I do to cope. I don't really know. I'm trying to get people to ask questions for this podcast just to kind of give me more topics to talk about. Um, so if you guys have any questions or like topics that you would want me to cover or something, please feel free to message me. If you go on my Instagram, which is just nurse things podcast on Instagram and you can, you can direct message DM me. Why did I say direct message? I sound like an old woman. You could DM me. You can also email me at justnursethingspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send me an email and I can answer your question or go over the topics, whatever, because I think that would be a really good segment to add into this podcast is answering questions and, you know, talking about other topics. So for this segment, I want to do patient experience, like an experience I had with a patient this week. So one of my night shifts, I had a patient who ended up having like super high blood pressures overnight and we couldn't figure out what the deal was. And I mean like really 
high like had to take a manual every single time it was you know 230 over 100s basically which is pretty scary because in reality with a blood pressure that high you could kind of stroke very easily so I had to message the provider multiple times and I ended up giving hydralazine many times throughout the night which is not normal usually like patients like that should have blood pressure medications and uh, the PA overnight ended up doing some digging and she found out that when the patient came up from the operating room when she came up um one of her blood pressure medications that was due at lunchtime was still on hold and then she came upstairs and because it was still on hold that blood pressure medication was never given so in reality that blood pressure medication should have been given right when she came upstairs because then it would have worked over time i guess i don't remember what the medication was but um like the name of it but uh that ended up causing a problem for the rest of the night so then i had to give her her kozar early in the morning which i gave it to her at like 5 a.m and usually she gets it at like 9 so so that just goes to show you like how much that threw her off so that was an interesting situation i mean she was fine otherwise like she was completely asymptomatic other than the fact that her blood pressure was really high so but that can be kind of scary especially at nighttime because sometimes like it's not that you don't have as many providers it's just like it's the nighttime so you don't have as many people like walking around and you don't have as many people just available on site so a little stressful but it ended up working out fine so this week i end up actually working the day shift so um I'll be working Wednesday and Friday, so I'll probably have some stories for next week. Um, actually, I could record Wednesday night and then post it. I think that would be cool. That way I could give you guys some, if I experience anything on Wednesday, which I probably will. So I'll give a little bit more deets about Wednesday um, for Thursday's episode. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's Just Nurse Things Podcast on Instagram. And be sure to follow us on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please leave a review and let us know how we're doing. Please let us know if you have any questions so they can be answered on the podcast. Have a great night or day wherever you are and remember to wash your scrubs.